Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Credible Nerds podcast. This is the podcast you're looking for. Don't go about your business. Stay here. Well, go about your business and listen. And then you can move along. Move along. And may the force be with you, always. Incredible Nerds Podcast. This is episode 49. It's our annual Star Wars Day show where we talk about Star Wars in the year 2021 and how it coincides with May the 4th as it does every year. So happy May the 4th to everyone who's listening. We want to thank everyone who's, who's joining us for this podcast episode as well as all our new listeners. We really appreciate you guys tuning in and checking us out and hopefully you like what you hear. Uh, my name is Justin, and I have my co-host with me, Mark. Hey, guys. Han shot first. <laughs> yes, he did. So uh, it's the annual Star Wars Day show that we do, and uh, the reason why it's on May the 4th, uh, obviously, if you're not aware yet, um, May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. It's kind of got that little rhyming, that uh, lispy comparison there. So uh, eventually... It, it started out way back when and eventually Disney came around and decided to jump on that marketing, that free marketing wagon, and now they're promoting it. And for the first time ever, they are actually promoting and releasing a new Disney Star Wars show on May the 4th. It took them almost six years to do that, but they finally did it. Uh, if you're not aware... On Disney Plus, uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch was released today, the first episode. It's a continuation of the Clone Wars, and we'll eventually get a review show up. A review show up about that. So, so that's the latest and greatest uh, with with Star Wars. So, uh, me and Mark, we like to talk about Star Wars every once in a while. And uh, even though he's a big Star Trek fan, he does put up with the Star Wars news and goes to the the premieres with me and that sort of thing so i do yep no but it, it's a fun it, it is star wars is what it is right you cannot get away from it it's fun i love it i mean i'm a big trekkie i like other things much more justin kind of got me more into the star wars films uh and and genre but uh i do definitely enjoy it yeah so one thing we like to address in our annual star wars podcast in our annual Star Wars Day podcast is kind of where is Star Wars at today? Like this year, what's the state of Star Wars? And uh, this year is kind of a strange year due to the pandemic. A lot of things got uh, pushed back even further than what they were, but we did get some pretty good news in December of 2020 at the annual, one of the annual Disney shareholder meetings. And we did a review episode, uh, a podcast episode about that, the news that broke there so definitely go back and check that out for more in-depth coverage of what we're going to talk about here. But So we'll revisit a little bit. Um, but it seems to be that Star Wars is put on hold ever since Episode Nine came out. 
uh, the Mandalorian has been released. Uh, there's two seasons of the Mandalorian. But other than that, there's not a lot of movement, like current stuff going on. Like I said, The Bad Batch was released today, but that's an animated show. It's kind of a niche thing, even though I do recommend it uh, as long along with The Clone Wars. But for me, it's kind of a, a slow time for Star Wars. What's, what's been your perspective of Star Wars the last year, year and a half? Ever since Star Wars Celebration and Episode Nine came out, kind of what, what are your thoughts on that, Mark? Uh, yeah, I mean, we saw, you know, the three new movies come out. Uh, we saw Solo, you know, somewhere right in there to come out. Um, I, I think what we see is Disney is having like one of those come to Jesus moments with itself over the what it's released. And, it, you know, they have had their own Batman with nipples uh, issues, right? And and I think everyone can agree with that. What we got in the last three three was probably good, and I say probably because I'm really biased. I've seen all the movies. I'm a big fan. You know, well, bigger fan than I think most people. And and so my expectation matches my fandom. And it's always been successful. If we look at, you know, Phantom Menace, you know, all the way to Revenge of the Sith, it it definitely matched my expectation for my fandom. And the last three, four movies, and I take out Rogue One because Rogue One is like my number one or two movie. Um, those four movies there were really not up to par to where most of the fandom was. And these are really hardcore star wars fans star wars fan base is huge so i think that disney really put a slowdown like well we got it we got to kind of go back to square one here like we we re-released this product in a direction that we thought was going to be successful and it wasn't and we need to real like find out why like what are we missing because we didn't do anyone favors and we didn't do we didn't do the series favors and we didn't do ourselves any favors then they came out with mandalorian and it was great. I mean, anyone that's seen that's going to tell you that's great. And I think it surpassed my expect expectations. You know, they brought it down, then they went past it, and it was great. And so now I I feel like you're going to start to see kind of a a slope up in you know going forward. Uh, you know, we've got you know what's coming out today. There's announcements of further movies, Mandalorian season three. Uh, you know some some other side movies. So I think you're going to start see things coming out because now Disney hopefully has done its homework and realized, okay, th this is where we need to go. This is what we need to do to uh, keep our fans fans and not destroy this amazing, you know, fandom that that's really the core of like your 40, 50, 60 year olds, right? I mean, that's, it's your old school fans because newer fans today, they, they don't, I, I don't feel like they're as deep as fans as, as the older crew. Yeah, definitely not as deep as, but just as savvy, just as uh, de devoted and dedicated for sure. Um, these, the younger fans that I associate with on social media, my son's a big fan um, so they, they know what Star Wars is. Um, me and my son have talked about Star Wars, the sequel trilogy over the past few months, ever since Rise of Skywalker came out. 
uh, and the saga supposedly ended. We we liked the sequel trilogy as a whole, but there's something we we've said many times. It just didn't seem Star Warsy enough. Like there was something missing, or it was just off a little bit. And that could be something as simple as George Lucas wasn't involved in in that in that sequel trilogy. Uh, but I think it was more than that. But uh, but then the Mandalorian came along, like you said, and that's definitely Star Wars. And George Lucas isn't really involved in that. So you know what is it? What is it that's missing? Um, if you believe it, uh, Disney bought Star Wars. I think it was 2013, so f- almost eight years ago mm-hmm. in October. Uh, and then uh, The Force Awakens came out in December of 2015. So comparing that, let's say that 2015 year, because we got a trailer in late 2014, and then ever since then, Star Wars was back, basically. So how do you compare where we're at now to where we were six years ago when the six, when the sequel trilogy was announced and getting ramped up? And, you know, what, where are, is it better? Is it worse? Is it just different? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think in some ways worse, but in some ways different. And, and it's hard because I want to say good, but I don't think it is. The reason I say worse is because I think when six years ago it came out, everyone was like, oh man, we're going to see new stuff. Like not only was it amazing before, but now we get to see more amazingness. And there was a little bit of a letdown. And now, you know, I think it, that's why I say it's worse because people are wary. Like, what am I going to get? You know, what am I, what am, what is this going to be? Um, but I think it's changed too, because people realize now like, okay, it, it isn't Lucas films anymore. It isn't George Lucas. It is Disney. And my expectations are now Disney expectations. And I have seen that they can put out a really, really quality story. Um, I almost feel like those three movies were based on like them trying to copy what had already been done. And in doing so, they were trying to tell a new story using all the old elements. And so everyone was like, like, I've seen this before. I, I don't know who Ray is, but I've seen this story arc before. I know what's going to happen. And you didn't bring anything new to the table. Whereas, you know, the ones that you saw in the nineties and late to, you know, early two thousands, it was a new story, new issues, new things. So even though it was about Jedi, it was new and it was exciting. And then this one, it was new, but it was the same old elements. And so I, I didn't get into it. So, but now we've seen Mandalorian. So for me, I think it's changed. It's just changed. Like, okay, I've got this expectation of what Disney can do and I've seen what they can do. I'm wary, but I'm excited, you know? So it's, it's kind of, I don't know, like hesitate, hesitant excitement, if that makes sense. I don't know. But uh, I, I do know like after Mandalorian, I'm seeing like the Dirty Bash come out and all this stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I, I want to watch it. I, I want to get into it. So yeah. that's kind of- Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Yes. Cause I mean, if, and if this would have come out two years ago, I'd have been like, I'm never watching that show. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. But, uh, you know, at this point, you know, after we've gotten some good stuff, it's, yeah, I'm excited. 
I'm excited, you know, but I'm like, Ooh, you know, let me, let me watch, let me watch first before I jump up and down. Yeah. Yeah. I think Disney's doing a reset. I don't know if they would call it that, but, um, you know, this, this Skywalker saga ended, um, pretty, you haven't really heard much outside of the Mandalorian. So, uh, that could be just the pandemic issue, but I would think, I think they initially tried to do the Marvel model where they're going to do multiple movies every year for 10 years straight. And after the, after the last Jedi, everything kind of fell apart. So you had the first two movies that did great. And then the last three that kind of a lot of critical and fan criticism. So they feel like they need to pause on the movies. Uh, Do you think that was a good idea? I mean, you're a big fan, right? I mean, you're probably the biggest fan I know. And, you know, from your perspective, was that a good idea to pause and do a reset and kind of reevaluate? Or, I mean, are you kind of like, oh, junk, I wish they would have kept going? Uh, I think if they had the right stories, they should have kept going. And it sounds like, it looks like they didn't have the right stories. What was their plan? after episode nine came out. I mean, there there was talk about an Obi-Wan Kenobi film and then they cha- apparently changed that to an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So they've, seems like they've gone away from the movies and pushed everything to uh, Disney Plus. Do you think that's because of the success of Mandalorian? Like they saw what they can do with a 10 episode, eight episode series, as opposed to a confined hour and a half, two hour movie. Yeah, I think so. I think it was definitely directly related to the Mandalorian. Uh, But I don't think, I, I just wonder, you know, who's, who's creating the future? Who's mapping out the next five years and why did they just all of a sudden just stop after rise of Skywalker? Because the Mandalorian was already in the can. It was already in production. They were already moving forward because we saw it. Star Wars Celebration Chicago. They had a trailer for it. The actors were there. That was April 2019. And then we also saw the Rise of Skywalker trailer for the first time. And, you know, Mandalorian came out in November. It came out in November of 2019. So before the Rise of Skywalker. So Mandalorian was already in production. But then for some reason... They just stopped everything and did a course correct. And I want to know who, whoever was in charge of the next five years needs to be fired or replaced. And maybe they were, right? I mean, I don't think Disney's going to air that out. I mean, that was like, you know, its own crazy moment. So do you think Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni have kind of cemented themselves as the future writers and directors of what we can kind of see out of star Wars, or at least their battle plan, you know, their kind of layout, how, how they did it. I mean, do you think we're going to see that? Cause I mean, what we saw from them, I think was new and exciting. And, you know, I'm not talking about like doing a re- reboot, like we saw where we're kind of getting the same thing with a different story, but I mean, they brought excitement back into it. Do you think, they have a huge future, you know, as far as laying out the foundation going forward. I do. If they want it, I think Dave Filoni wants it. Uh, I think he's, I don't think he has huge aspirations to move on or make movies or anything else. I think he's happy where he's at, at least from the way he talks in these behind the scenes 
uh, document documentaries and you know things like that. John Favreau, I think he's happy, but I don't know. You know, he's had success with Marvel. He's had success as an actor. You know, all these other areas. Does he want to stay at Star Wars for the next ten years? Maybe he does. If he does, yeah, they can be the next big thing for Star Wars. Whether it's Mandalorian season up to you know season five or whatever, and these other projects they're working on, or maybe they do a movie. I don't see why they couldn't. I think it'd be a great idea to have a at least one movie about something, you know, that they're involved with. So, uh, but yeah, what outside of Disney Plus, there there has been some movie announcements, uh, but they're all for films that are two or three years away from now, um, and we don't even know what those movies are going to be about. There's well, except for one, uh, we'll get into that in a second. But there's only been a couple, four maybe films announced, hinted at, and we have no idea what they're about except for the one. Um, I, I would say that Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and Disney World is kind of your main Star Wars experience nowadays. And that's that's cool and all, but you can't go there. You can go there once, unless you live around the area, you're not going to go there every month or even every year. So it's kind of an exclusive and for me, that's kind of like, oh, I love Star Wars, so I'll go to Galaxy's Edge, not the other way around. So outside of that and the toys and the merchandise, there's not a lot of Star Wars right now, which is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely not. I mean, we got the one that come out today. Uh, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I watched it uh, with my son. Would you, I mean, without giving it anything away, like, would you give it an A? Would you give it a B? We're just as a uh, as a pilot episode leading into like the next active Star Wars thing. I mean, how would you rate that? There were parts that were an A. the The opening's pretty sweet. Then you do some, you get some character introductions. You get to know them a little better. I wouldn't give it an A overall. Probably a B plus. It's it's good, and I'll keep watching it, but. Um, Parts of it were an A. Overall, it's probably a B plus B. Okay, so I mean, it's got potential. It, yes, it's got yes. good, good potential, which is which is good to hear. Um, yeah, I, I think for me, I mean, everyone talks about oh, people are getting Star Wars fatigue, and and I don't believe that's true. I just think that people were, were fatigued with what was pres- given to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but you know, with Mandalorian, I think people are ready for more. Uh, I know the big Gina Carino fallout was a huge blow to a lot of fans, upset a lot of people. Um, I know that the end of Mandalorian season two was this huge eye opener, like OMG, like check out, you know, Luke Skywalker's back and he's awesome. And now what's happened to Yodaddle? I call him Yodaddle. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, and so I, I think that there's an uptick in excitement for it. And the one thing I can think of that would be a disservice to Star Wars to its fans is let this pause drag on too long. Yeah. Because fans aren't going to wait and fans are going to get older. Um, You know, people's interests change over time. We've been around a long time, so our interests are cemented in place. But when you're trying to, you know, get these 16 to 24 year olds as your base fans, just like they did back 
you know, in the eighties, you're going to lose their interest real quick with no new content. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I do think they, they got to have a direction. I would think that they would being Disney and this big corporation and Lucasfilm and everything. I'm sure there is some sort of direction. We're just, we're just not seeing it. And it's disappointing. I feel like we are just waiting for the next big thing. Bad Batch is is nice. It's a for me. It's a placeholder. It's a continuation of the Clone Wars. So if you've watched the Clone Wars and liked that style and those characters, you will see them in this series. So that's great. But it's not the doesn't have the gravitas and the firepower that the movies have. Even the worst movie, The Last Jedi, in my opinion is it was still engaging. There are still some good things and it still drew people in to go see it. And people are still talking about it today very passionately. And Bad Batch isn't that. Uh, so upcoming projects, where Star Wars is going. So we've seen a little bit of their blueprint. We'll talk about that. Um, but most of the projects are the Disney Plus shows or projects, right? Uh, the Bad Batch, obviously... The book of Boba Fett was teased at the end of Mandalorian season two. And from what I understand, that's like a six, seven episode, maybe eight episode miniseries where it's, you know, one and done and that's it. We're done with Boba Fett, at least in this, the book of Boba Fett is what I understand. Uh, and then Mandalorian season three will be sometime in 2022. They haven't even started filming. So... Uh, the next show that will be in that's in production now is Andor, the Cassian Andor series, the prequel to Rogue One, and that'll come out sometime in 2022. The Obi Wan Kenobi series, which again is it's kind of a one and done series from what I understand, is also due to be released in 2022. They are filming that, or at least getting ready for filming. I know uh, Ewan McGregor's doing his lightsaber practice and, you know, getting their routines down and get back into it. So. Uh, and this is the one where Hayden Christensen's coming back, right? Yeah. 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 So, so I'm excited. Darth for Vader. Right. That's curious to see where that goes. Yeah. It, any more dark, more Darth Vader, right? Yeah. After Rogue One, everyone wants to see more of Darth Vader. I know. Vader. And that's going back to, you know, what's the plan the plan is to have more Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, it's make got a movie be, right? with the, Darth Vader just mowing down rebels. That's what people want to see. Look, there's been like three things that have come out lately that are like pure, like Darth Vader, like amazing to me. Uh, one, when we saw Darth Vader totally destroy like the rebels in in Rogue One, right? Where he, like that was amazing. It was like 45 seconds of amazingness watching this guy slaughter these rebels who are fighting him, you know, you rebel scum. Like it was like, oh yeah. Uh, I could get I could get behind this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, That's and, your movie. <laughs> yeah. And and then they came out the fan remake of the, you know, the Darth Vader versus, versus Obi-Wan when he's old. That was amazing. If you haven't seen it, we're going to put up a link somewhere. Go freaking watch it. And it's like a reimagined, like if it was done today kind of thing. And that was amazing. 
And then I sent you that link. Did you ever go watch that link um, about, hey, did you ever see this? And it was like a fan-made Star Wars film. And you're like, oh, I haven't. I'll watch it. Probably not. What was it about? It was about Darth Vader and like um, him confronting Palpatine after um, what's her name Padme. had died. Padme had died. And, but then he, he finds out that he lied to him. And they kind of throw down. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, like they throw down a little bit because like he's Darth Vader and he's pretty, you know, badass by himself. And he gets pretty pissed off and and they they throw down. And one, you get to see that he's pretty awesome as Darth Vader and he's pretty angry and pretty mean. And then you get to see like, oh, uh, Palpatine's a little little ahead of you, ahead of you though. He, he's yeah. a step ahead of you. He knew what was coming and he was ready yeah. for it. And everyone's like, well, why didn't Anakin overthrow throw him earlier? Well, this kind of shows why. Like, and it's a cool part. And then the next one, I never saw the next one because I just got busy with life. But the next one, it shows Mace Windu didn't die and he confronts Darth Vader. And it's all fan made and it's free, but it's, it, they made it pretty good. Like interesting. Like I remember, I think it was like 15 minutes long or 14 minutes long. And I remember watching it and I was like, that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Like, I don't know who made this, but it's really awesome. And obviously his acting's kind of weird and you know, it's not great CGI and all that stuff, but it's good. Like I can wrap my head around it and it's amazing. So there's a couple of things that people have come out with that aren't involved in Lucasfilms. And then the one, you know, 45 seconds we got that I really want to see more Darth Vader. I want to see, but I don't want to see, I, I don't want Darth Vader to come in and go, you know, as the secondary character when I'm watching this show about Obi-Wan. I want to watch a show about Darth Vader and then maybe Obi-Wan's in it or something. I want to root for the bad guy. Is I don't know if that's good or bad, but I want to watch this guy slaughter some rebel scum. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They do have the Vader Immortal VR games, which are pretty immersive. And you're, I don't know if you're, I haven't actually done it, but I know, um, you play as Darth Vader, I believe, but that's pretty popular as well, but still, yeah, we need something along those lines. Yeah. And <laughs> I just don't know if you'd ever see it. I, I think, I think that'd be cool, but as a movie production that all is almost impractical, like, wait, do we really want to make this movie about this guy just slaughtering all the good people? Like what kind of message? Should we? I can understand the hesitancy for it. But one, it's a movie, and two, like it would be pretty awesome movie. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a big fan base to see a movie about Darth Vader. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, so then after Obi Wan Kenobi, we got Ahsoka. She's gonna have her own Disney Plus series. Uh, we were introduced to her in season two of Mandalorian, as well as the Clone Wars, but this will be live action. Really no info on that other than Rosario Dawson's going to be uh, reprising her role. Is that the same we, actress? Yeah. Oh, yeah, reprising her role. Do you think they'll <laughs> – you think – what are they going to do with her? I mean, <laughs> this is a quick – right? Because I, I think everyone assumed that they would answer that in in the Clone Wars, and then they never did. And – Then this is a time jump to after Return of the Jedi. yeah. So I mean, what do they do with her? Where, yeah. where do you see her story going? I, I have a hard time with that. Like, yeah. 
what happens now? Does she just go off into the abyss and, you know, yeah. float in the air and then turn into the force? I, I don't know. Well, they hinted at it in the story where she was looking for Adm- Grand Admiral Thrawn, which if you watch Star Wars Rebels, the way that season, that last season played out is Thrawn was able to get away involuntarily, but he still got away. And so she's looking for him to find, not only find him, but to find out what happened to her friend Ezra from Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. So outside, that's the only hint that they've really given. So, but I don't know. That's, I don't know how interesting that's going to be at the end of the day. I'll watch it. I'll watch it, but. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It needs to go somewhere after that. Uh, Then we got the Acolyte, which is set in, I think it's pre- prequels um like way way before um around the time of darth plagueis maybe or maybe even before that but it's pre-episode one and the only news we've gotten on that is actually it's going to be during the high republic era which is hundreds of years before phantom menace uh, and that it'll be, what's it called? The showrunner will be Leslie Headland. So, so is that like the, uh, I mean, that's Yoda. Yoda's alive during that time, right? That's like Mandalorian yeah. Wars time. Maybe after that, but, uh, he's, he's alive. Yeah. And the logo they have for it is red with a lightsaber cut through the title. So it kind of looks Sith-esque. So maybe it's a Sith acolyte. Because if you remember in episode 9, all the followers of Darsidious on the planet Exegol, they were Sith acolytes. So maybe like Sith, you know, learners or whatever. So because Jedi have Padawans, and apparently Sith have acolytes. So maybe it's something along those lines. And then we have A Droid Story, which is an animated film featuring R2-D2 and C-3PO with a new hero droid, but apparently it's not BB-8. It's a different droid. Uh, That's all the info we have on that. And then Lando, no info on whether it's animated or live action, a movie or a a series, just Lando. (laughs) No time frame. (laughs) Hopefully Donald Glover's involved. But who knows? I was going to say, bring him back. He did great. Yeah. Uh, and then we do have information about the Rangers of the New Republic. That's the one that supposedly Gina Carano was going to headline and star in before she got uh, fired. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau will be involved. I don't know if they'll be directing or writing, but definitely uh, executive producing. And it's a live action series set in the time frame of around the same time as Mandalorian. So, and then there's Star Wars Visions, which is an anime anthology, which I think they'll retell certain stories from the main saga in an anime format. So a lot of stuff, but we just don't have a lot of info. And my guess is 
we'll have two or three in the next year. And then who knows after that. And then for the announced live action films, we got a Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron film. That's the one thing we do know about the films. But that's two more than two years out. December 2023 is when that's expected to premiere. Um, and then we have a Taika Waititi film, Untitled, Unknown, what's going on there. We have a Kevin Feige produced film. No info about that. And then the famed, the infamous Ryan Johnson trilogy that was announced before The Last Jedi came out that he would be getting his own trilogy. But that's the last we've heard of that. And that was, what, four years ago? (laughs) Yeah. If not more. That's it. So a lot of projects, but we don't have a lot of information about those projects. Mm. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. Kind of interesting to see, like, you'd like to say like, oh, I think they're doing this and this, but you just don't know. I feel like they've kind of abandoned a couple of their ideas and have changed them up. I mean, we saw that with the Obi-Wan movie. I know there was talk of a young Yoda movie or something like that at one time. That's disappeared from the rumor mill. Um, I don't know. I I stick with my... my thing I've always said, Star Wars, the old Republic, go there. There's so much story that you can make and the groundwork's laid out for you. Yeah. Um, So many fans have have brought that up. It's like a mantra, right? Old Republic. We want movies set in the old Republic. Mm -hmm. Why not? You got like these awesome villains and these strong hero well really just this one strong hero character but i mean you've got like you know the, the old jedi versus um sith and it, so you have multiple sith and not only are they fighting you they're fighting each other and um it's cool story darth malik and darth revan man like just so cool um Man, I, I don't yeah. know. I just think you could do so much with it. And there's so much story that's not told. You yeah. could tell. And I think that'd be interesting to go to. But, I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't work at Disney and make millions to, you know, make three crappy movies in a row. So I, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I just keep comparing this time that we're in now to the time right after Disney bought Star Wars and announced, hey, we're making seven, eight, nine and three standalones in between you know in the years in between those seven eight nine and everybody was just excited all the fans were hyped we were you know talking about it online and amongst ourselves it was just amazing it was so much fun the anticipation was there and i compare that to today and it's just like okay we got the bad batch yay obi-wan kenobi's coming out at some point next year it's always next year <laughs> and we're just like wondering what the heck's going on so it's pretty disappointing yeah definitely and I, it's it's interesting you said they were trying to kind of like maybe do like this uh um avengers type you know plan with the uh star wars you know where they're releasing all these movies and stuff but this isn't the avengers and i think they got caught up in that 
you know, like the Avengers and the, those movies will carry themselves no matter what product they give us. But the Star Wars, you know, you're not bringing something that's existed to light for the first time. You're bringing something that's well established and continuing it on. And it's like they almost got caught up in it. And now they don't know what to do. Yeah. They're kind of like, a, what do we do? What do we do? Well, let's do this. Oh, Mandalorian worked really well. What do we need to do to make everything like the Mandalorian? Yeah. Yep, it's it's interesting for sure. So, for me, Star Wars has always been my favorite fandom, for the most most part throughout my years. But I would say the last couple of years, it's been it's slipped. It's at least number at best it's number two, but probably number three, or even less. Um, just the excitement and the wonder that's you know got me excited and interested and wanting to know what's next, wanted me to you know, more to read the books, to buy the behind the scenes books, to just, you know, learn everything I could about it. It's, it's gone. Um, it's just not there. And most of my Star Wars involvement now is online with other fans talking about other things like the old movies, the prequels, this, you know, the books, the comic books, you know, not necessarily these big tentpole movies. And most of the the discussion around the movies is just arguing about, oh, Last Jedi sucked, Rise of Skywalker sucked. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. You know, it's just back and forth. That's all it is. That's all the conversation is. And it gets <laughs> old after a while. So uh, for me, DC, that's my number one fandom right now. I think with uh, the release of the Zack Snyder's Justice League, definitely pushed that up top. But for me, it's like I'm I'm reading the books, reading the comics, um, rewatching the movies. You know that excitement that I used to have for Star Wars is now with DC, and it's sad. So, but it is what it is at this point. For you, Mark, what's where's your Star Wars fandom rank in your overall uh, fandom universe? Uh, Pre Mandalorian, it was probably right behind Harry Potter. Um, And I hate Harry Potter movies. I like the books, those dang movies. Um, It just was not exciting for me. I mean, I I remember we went to Star Wars convention and I was jacked for Star Wars, jacked. And I just, it died, you know, after that. Um, Mandalorian helped revive it. I think for me now, as far as fandom goes, it's tough. I mean, DC's definitely up there for me. I, I've loved DC. I've been a big DC fan forever, ever. Um, I think Wonder Woman 84 and The Last Jedi should hang out. But other than that, you know, like overall good shows, uh, you know, good movies you're getting from DC. I, I enjoy them. I know there's the age old fight between between it, but let's get real. DC, they, they've won Oscars. So... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay that was a low blow but dc dc's got to be my number one uh number two I, I, is this a fandom is it not the Dres- dresden is my probably a solid number two if not tied for number one uh i love the dresden files that 15 book series it's got to be now it's a crappy mini series for like six episodes um yeah so uh watch the series <laughs> don't watch the Please series. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, 
you know, Will of Time's up there. I, I've got to say it's number four or five. I mean, I've got to put Star Trek in front of it no matter what, but it, it, it's down there. And at one time it was up there, like, it, you know, right after, I, I would say it was above DC at that one point, uh, right before Mandalorian. And, you know, when we went to the convention and I was just so jacked. And now it's just down, kind of like you said, it's, it's not fatigue that's got me. It's just this loss of direction. And so, you know, it's like, well, I'm a fan. I'll be, I'll be around when you get back, but you know, I've got other things. I'm good and I'll show up. Yeah. You know, so, so we'll see what happens. I I've got big hopes for the future um, that they can do good things, but if everything's in next year, next year, next year, then I think it's, it'll just, it, it'll become its own worst enemy. Yeah. That's a good point. So that's, that's our review of Star Wars in 2021. Hopefully it gets better. It can only go up from here. I definitely watched Bad Batch. It's a good show so far. Like I said, it's a B, B plus with some A parts to it. Um, I anticipate it'll, it'll pick up as the story gets more solidified and we know who's who and what they're supposed to do and, and what their goal is. Right now there's just not a lot of like, hey, what are they, what's this about? We haven't got that to that point yet. Just more character introduction mostly. So definitely check that out in Disney+. Plus. And there's some other things that were released, just some documentary type stuff. So check those out. I think it's um, so vehicles, documentary, and a, a environmental, like planetary, the planets of Star Wars type thing, documentary. So heard they're pretty cool. I'll check them out at some point. Uh, but that's uh, May the 4th for 2021. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get uh, back to reviewing some of these these movies as they get released next year but stay tuned for for that and also check out our other podcast episodes we do talk a lot about marvel and dc and dresden files like mark was mentioning so check out our other podcast episodes let you know let us know what you think so we thank you guys for joining us and may the fourth be with you i love warwick davis He's pretty cool. (laughs) He's a good thing. He's one of the bright spots in Star Wars. (laughs) See you guys.